one ha'ara related to yesterday's daf. And that is, yesterday's daf, the Gemara told the story about Choyma Devisu Da'abaya, we'll just end the week, the Ezra Sashem with a, a light raid by it. And that is, the Gemara says that after Abaya passed away, so his wife Choyma came to Rava's court asking for an arrangement from Abaya's estate. She wanted to be taken care of. So Rava sat down and gave her a list of Mizoinus, what exactly she was going to be entitled to. So she asked Rava, what about wine? He didn't give me any wine. So Rava told Abaya's wife, Chaimo, I know that he never drank wine. I know Abaya. He never drank wine, which means he didn't give you wine. It's not part of the arrangement. I mean, it's true. If you were accustomed to drinking wine, I would give you wine. But at the same time, I know for a fact, and if that's the case, I'm not giving you wine. So she said, you think Abaya didn't give me wine? I swear in the name of the Master. That not only did he give me wine, but he used to give me wine in these huge goblets. And the Gemara tells the story with Basra Chizda, Katlonis, but that was yesterday's, right? But she told Rabbi, you're not correct. It's not true. Abaya used to drink wine. Abaya used to give me wine. Not just that, he used to give me a lot of wine. Now, there's a very obvious question in this Gemara, and that is, Did Abaya drink wine, or did Abaya not drink wine? This seems to be a machloikis between Rava and not Abaya, but Abaya's wife, right? Mamash a machloikis over here. A Rava held that Abaya did, didn't drink wine. Yodana beben achmoni, do I have it? And Rava seemed, and Abaya's wife, Choyma, seemed to say, and she didn't just say it, she swore it, that they used to drink wine. So which one was it? Did Abaya drink wine or did Abaya not drink wine? This is the question. So Rapinchas Williger shared with me a beautiful Maramakim. It's from Hagoyen, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer Shlita. It's in a Sefer Eidos Biyakov Chelig Beis. It's Simen Nunvav. And the name of the Simen is Be'inyin Yodano Benachmoni Deloishasachamra. And he starts off the shtickle asking this question. He says, did Abaya drink wine or did Abaya not drink wine? Rava was positive, and this is Rava talking, that Abaya did not drink wine, yet Abaya's own wife swore that Abaya really used to drink wine, and now did he drink wine, he even used to drink a lot of wine. So he says that the emesis, I think, in order to maybe understand this a little bit, we have to take a step backwards, and we have to delve in a little bit to the life and times and the trials and tribulations of the great Amoira Abaya. So he says that it's Mavur in many Gemaras that Abaya was an Araman. Just to mention three. Shabbos, Taflam, and Gimel Aleph. The Gemara over there is discussing a certain illness that was called Hadroikin. And the Gemara says there were three different types of Hadroikin that a person could be diagnosed with. And the causes of the three different Hadroikins were different. Some Hadroikin came because a person was involved in Kishuf. There was an Hadroikin that a person got because he was too involved in Znus. And then there was a Hadroikin that a person got if he was Oiskehingert. He hadn't eaten. Through famine, that can cause Hadroikin as well. So the Gemara says, Abaye Choshpe. Abaye got Hadroikin. Oh, my Rava. Rava said, Yodano Bebenachmoni. Sounds familiar? The Nafshe. So Rava says, I know why Abaye got Hadroikin. He got Hadroikin the Michfin Nafshe because he's starving. Rashi. Shemachmas Rav Baloy. It is something that came to him because he was so hungry. 
that he got Hadroikim because he was involved in, in Yon Isnos. It has nothing to do with that. But rather, the reason Abaya got Hadroikim is because he's so hungry. And one of the causes of Hadroikim is a person that is oiskehingert, and you're down to Beben Achmari, the Machvenafshe. It sounds like Abaya was an armed man. He possibly didn't even have food. He was so hungry to the point that he ended up. He ended up with Hadroikin. There's a Gemara Masech, this Erevin, this Gemara is in Perikadar. The Gemara over there says that Rabbi Bar Barchanan came to a certain Mavoy, it was Erev Shabbos, and he noticed that there was no Erev, there was no Shitufe Mavoyas. So the Gemara said, he turned to Abai and he said, Mavoya de Isbe Treir Gravri Rabbanon. There's two Gavri Rabbas that are living in this Mavoy. Rabba and Abaya. Loy they have a bay, loy eriv le shitov. Is it possible that you have no eruv chatseris and you have no shitov in a moyes on Malay? Sabaya told Rabba Bar Barchan and he said, My navit. You think we don't know that? Of course, we wanted to make an eruv chatseris. We wanted to make a shitov in a moyes, but there was no way for us to do it. And he said, I'll tell you why. I'll work. I'll walk you through the cheshboinus that we make. Mar, for Rabba to be involved and to have to start drengzich around the mavoy and collecting matzahs and things from everybody. It's ain't a lafich void for him to do this. Anami, taridna begarsai. See, I'm too busy learning. I'm a buyer, right? So if I'm sitting and learning all day, I don't really have time to go start collecting and being an askin and getting involved in matzahs. Inu, as it, as it relates to everybody else living in this city, they're not interested. So, Who's supposed to put this together, right? The way you do a shituf, the way you do an erev, is you take food from everybody. For me, and no one else is interested. No one else cares. And as a result, it didn't happen. Now he says, I know what you're thinking. What I should do is, I should take a little bit of my own bread, which is what we do, and be maknid, on behalf of everybody in the mafi. Said, Peter Basala, if that's what I'm gonna do, what happens if they come to me and they say, Abaya, I heard you were mezakim with a matzah. Could I have the matzah? You know what's gonna happen? I won't be able to give it to them. I won't be able to. Because I'm so poor that I can't afford to give somebody a matzah. And you know what happens? If somebody asks you for the shituf and you say, I'm sorry, I can't give it to you, bottle a shituf. The whole shituf is bottled. The tiny surprise. And for that reason, there's no way to do it. Incidentally, when we learned Erev and we spoke out, in a chuv and a rechaim, Simon Sadik Taz said that this Gemara is one of the Makairis that really is supposed to have an Erev. And you should do anything you could do to have an Erev. And it's based on what Rabbi Bar Ravchanan told Abayim, the Ispe trade, Gavri, Ravri, Karabon, Loy, the Havibay, Loy, Erev. What was the cash? He's supposed to have maybe an Arab Zabidi Evet. What's the whole taina? So the Chassam Soifer in his famous tshuva said that from this Gemara you see that really you're supposed to have an Arab. But Abaya told him that there was no Cheshbin. And the Cheshbin of why there was no way to do it was because Rabbi's not going to do it, Abaya's not going to do it, nobody else cares. And for me to be makna my own in Yonim, I can't. And you can't be maknin as a chuk of a tlula. It has to be real. It has to be a situation that if they come and they ask you for it, you're going to give it to them. And I'm not in a position to be able to do that. This is another Gemara. Very, very clear that Abaya was a Yor, man. A third Gemara. This Gemara is a Mesechtis Megillah all these Gemaras are classics. The Gemara says, Amr Abaya. This is in the context of Sudas Purim. He said, When I left Mar, when I left Rabbah's house, I was full. Meaning, I went to Rabbah, it was Purim, and I was full. 
I had eaten my Sudas Purim. I was in a very, very good place. Then I came to the house of Mori Barmar. And Krivuli, they started serving me food. This Gemara will sound familiar. There were 60 plates of 60 different appetizers. And I ate 60 parts of all these 60 different things. The last thing they brought, it had a name. And it was called Tzli Kader. And it was so good. I wanted to eat the actual plate. Amr Abayah, said afterwards, this is regarding his own Maisa. So Abayah said, This is what people mean when they say, An Araman is so poor, he doesn't even how hungry he is. He said, He's so not in tune with his body because he's so not used to eating. He said, I was so hungry that I thought I was full. In the meantime, I was so hungry, I was even able to eat the plate. And he said, What do you see from here? Couldn't be more Mufurish that Abayah was an Araman. Abayah was a Real, real Oroman. Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer says that once you notice that, you'll see there's many, many Gemaras and Shas where Abaya talked about different Hanhogas of an Oni. And this gives it a lot of color because where it's coming from is not just the idea, a survey that Abaya took, but this is coming from his real life experience. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Ayin Dalad Amad Aleph, Abaya said, Shekain oni oichel pitoi beloiktisha, Allah and Hilcha Shabbos. Abaya talking, Shabbos ayin vav amabez. Omer Abaya, Shekain oni oichel pitoi beisa belusa, Shabbos kuf bez amabez, also Hilcha Shabbos. Omer Abir Mia, Shekain oni choifer gumalatsnia ba prutoisa, Abaya Omar, Kivan shemeshtachiloi abdi hochi vahochi anim. No, Daniim don't really do those things. Erechin chav gimel amad alef, Omer Abaya, Bosser anya. Aslo Aniusa, Nedarim Emalaf Amadalaf, Amrabai, Noctinon, Ain Oni Elobadas, the Chohena Rabbis. I'm just giving an abridged version. There's so many Gemaras where Abai is talking about the, the trials and tribulations of an Oni. Had Abaya know so well, and why does it seem to be so often that Abaya is talking about the Araman? Because Abaya was an Araman, and because he was an Araman, so he had real life experience, and it was based on the real life experience that Abaya said what he said. But there's a problem with this whole. Thesis. I mean, it's Mufurish Gemaras that Abayah was an Araman. But it's a little bit of an issue, and that is because there are other Gemaras that would seem to imply that Abayah maybe wasn't such an Araman. Brochus Mem Heyamid Beis. The Gemara there is discussing Birchus Amazin, and the Gemara says that a person, the olden days used to be Moitzi, other people, Birchus Amazin, with Birchus Azimun, it's a Perak Shloisha Shaachlu. Abayah's minig was Amilebekala. When he would bench, he would bench very, very loud. So his Poyalim, his workers, his staff of people that were working for him, they should hear his Bracha. Like this, they'll be able to say Amen. Abayah has a staff of people working for him. I thought Abayah is the coffin of Loyada. He's so hungry, he doesn't even how hungry he is. We just had a Gemara this week, where the Gemara says, Arise da Abayah. Abayah had an Oris, and he came and he asked him a question regarding a, a Meinekes, and Abayah gave him the wrong psak, and then he ran after him, and he couldn't chap him. But Arise da Abayah, usually an Oris, was someone that worked for a person that owned land, as given a shtikalagvir, and that's why he had an Oris. Otherwise, he would have been the Oris. So, what does that mean that he has an Oris working for him? I thought Abayah was mamish, so destitute. So, where does Abayah come to having an Oris? Chulin Kofeim. Every single day, Abayi would go out and he would examine his field and he would take a look at all the things that he had. Nigmar tells a story. One day, one of his poyalim came and he saw something that 
Agansamaisa. But the bottom line is he has poil and he has an oris and he has all this nechosim. So is Abaya such an Arab man? Or does Abaya Fakar? He has a portfolio of assets. I mean, Luchur, there seems to be some, some mixed mashmoyism from the different Gemaras. But the Emma says, there's a Gemara that brings us to light. And that's a Gemara Mesechtis Brochis, Tafnun Vavam and Aleph. Not nearly enough time to go through the entire Gemara, but it's a Gemara that we all know. The Gemara tells a story that Abaya and Rava, their fates were very intertwined. Abaya and Rava are synonymous with each, other, with each other in Shas. One of the things that they had in common was, the Gemara says, they used to dream the same dreams. And they both used to go to a Pesach Haloimus to be mefater and to try to decipher what exactly these dreams meant. The name of the Pesach Haloimus was the infamous Barhedya. So the Gemara says that Abai and Rav would both go to Barhedya, but they had a different minig. Abai's minig was, he would stip him a dollar. He would give him a few dollars. Rav, it was a free service as far as he knew. And as a result, he just followed the rules. He didn't give him anything. Lamaisa, every time Abai would come and he would tell Barhedya about the dream that he had, Barhedya would tell him, this is your dream. You have no idea what's coming. Your fortune's going to change. You're going to have a zam yutzlichtige life you can't imagine. Everything Rava came, he's got an ungezetz. The Rava was fasting, tainus chaloi mamish, day after day after day. And Abai, it's yontif and devachi because all these great chaloi. And the Gemara literally goes through dream after dream after dream, exactly how it played itself out. Just going to mention a few. The Gemara says, Abai and Virova, separately, went to Barhedya, and they told him that, you know, we had a dream, and in the dream it said, Your shor is going to be tovuach, it's going to be shachot le'enecho. So the Gemara says, you know, Barhedya told Abaya, he told him, Marvach iskoch, you can have an iska, today's daf, it's going to be an iskarabo. Right, you're going to have an iska, and you're not going to be able to eat. And the reason you're not going to be able to eat is because you're going to be so besimcha. When a person is so besimcha, he can't even eat. So you're going to be so besimcha that you're not going to be able to eat from this great simcha that you're going to have because of this because of all this money you're going to make. Abaya told Barhedia, I had a dream, and the dream quoted the pasuk in Kohelas. So Barhedia said, Oh, Abaya, you know what this means? He told him, Marvach iskoch, you're going to make so much money. So you're going to eat and you're going to drink. And your mamas, you're going to be walking around saying, You're going to be singing this song. Abayu comes to Barhedia and he tells him, I had another dream. And in this dream, I had a pasuk in the Toichacha. Zera Rav Toitzi Asada. You're going to put Zera Rav into your field. But the Arab is going to come and the grasshoppers, the locusts, and they're going to, to take it away. So he told him, Abaya, don't focus on the end of the pasuk. Just focus on the beginning of the pasuk. Zera Rav Toitzi Asada. You're going to be a great singer. He came to me, told him, I had another dream. It says, Zeisim he told him again, yeah, that's exactly what it's coming to tell you. Then he told him he had a dream, he saw lettuce. So what could lettuce already mean? He says, oh, what do you mean? You know what lettuce is? Lettuce, it's all over the place, lettuce, right? You have a head of lettuce that think is coming out from everywhere. So he told him, Oyef iskoch kechasa. He says, you're, this is like from the Simon at Rosh Hashanah. So he told him, Oyef iskoch kechasa. He says, your business, your gesheftin is going to be mamish like this. He came to him again and he told him that I saw basar. I had a dream and I had a keg of wine. Top of the keg of wine, there was a little bit of flesh. So he told him, basim chamber. You know what's coming to tell you, it's coming to show you that your wine, you're going to have a, a wine business, you're going to have a vineyard, and your wine is going to taste so good that people are going to come from the whole world. This goes on and on and on. So, Abai is having dreams, he's going to Barhedya, 
And Barhedi is telling him that at some point he's going to be a great Sigvir. You know, the Gemara says there in Parakaraya that these dreams actually came true. It came true. And because these dreams came true, so Abaya Taka became a great Sigvir. So Abaya was an Oraman. Shabbos Islam at Gimel. We have the Gemara Megil Dav Zayin. Mufurisha Gemaris, where there's no question Abai was an Oraman. And then all of a sudden he has Hever working for him. You have Brachas Memhei, you have Chulin Dav Kufei, you have Ksubis Dav Samach. So what happened? Something changed. And it's Mufurish and Gemara and Brachas, Dav Nun Vavamanal. But what changed? The dream is what changed? No, how did this happen? Like, what was the catalyst? How did this all play itself out? So Yaakov Chaim Soifer said, I think the Pshat is Poshit. A Poshit, a Poshit, a Pshat. And that is based on another Gemara. The Gemara is in the Sechtis, Soita Dav Mema Manalif. The Gemara says, Rabbi Vo, Imnu Rabbanu Nalal, Lamidna Beresha. The Bonner wanted that Rabbi Vo should become the Rosh Hashiva. So they were looking for a Rosh Hashiva, and the question was, who was the most worthy, viable candidate? And they decided Rabbi Vo is the one. Keep the chaz of the Rabbi Abedemenakoi, listen to this Gemara. Rabbi Vo saw there was a year, his name was Rabbi Abedemenakoi. He was also worthy of being Rosh Hashiva, maybe not on the level of Rabbi Vo, but he was worthy of being Rosh Hashiva, and he had a lot of chayvis. He knew that in, uh, he was in a very dire financial situation. So Rabbi Vo said, Ikar Rabbi, there's someone more let him better be the Rosh Hashiva. What the fact that he had chayvus have to do with making him the Rosh Hashiva? Zok the Hilgerashi, soit the Mema Medalef, Amar Rabavo, Islan Rabba, Chacham the Gadol, the Roy Leisha Berosh Yosem Imen. This person is more worthy of being the Rosh Hashiva. Kedai. The reason he said this was she Yoshivu Berosh, so he should be the Rosh Hashiva. The Nois Noi Monois. They're going to give him gifts. They're going to make him into an usher. It's like this will be respected. And they'll listen to what he has to say. And so, Rashi, what's the precedent to this minig? That's referring to the coin Godel. This is what you're supposed to do. So the Gemara says that in the olden days, the way Rashi is Mefarish the Gemara, they used to make Roshiva Gvir. And the reason was he should be an Ish People would listen to him. But the point is they would make him into an usher. And that's why Rabbi Vo. Had the opportunity to be Rosh Shiva. Rabbi Vokiyadua was Tarevigdula. He was uh, a Yoshev Roish by the, by the Romans, right? Rabbi Vo, all the Yeshuas that Kaiso got through Rabbi Vo, they ain't come a koimai. But the point is, is that Rabbi Vo didn't need it. And Rabbi Vo said, you know, this Yid I know needs it, and as a result, give it to him. This idea, Zakrab Yaakov Chaim Soif, is also tucked away in a Gemara that we've learned a thousand times together. Kemat Baligusma. And that's the Gemara of Ulfa Virab Yoichana in Tainus Tafchafal from it out. So we're not going to go through the Gemara. But one of the things the Gemara says that when Rabbi Yoichana went back to Yeshiva, it says Malach Rabbi Yoichana. Right? Ulfa comes back and he finds that Rabbi Yoichana became Melech as Gevarin Koenig. Became king? What does it mean he became king? So Rashi explains it. What it means is he became the Rosh Hashiva. So why would you call the Rosh Hashiva the Melech? Because Mineku, Misha who Rosh Hashiva, who you megadlan oisam, Mishalahem, Umashirin oisam, Kidamino Gabi Kongodol, Besifra, Ubiyuma Yutres, Vakoin, Agodom Yachov, Gadleo Mishalacha. But either way, it's a Gemara in Soitadaf, Memam and Aleph, Ayin Shamber Rashi, Ayin Rashi, or Ayin Pirish Hamayuchas Larashi, anyways, in Tainus, Dav Chafalif, Amir Aleph, and it's based on the Gemara, Yuma Dav Yutres, that when somebody became Rosh Hashiva, they used to instantaneously make him into an Asher. That was the Matthias. So he says that the Gemara says in Hairis Tafyudalad Amar Aleph that at some point they were looking for a Rosh Shiva and they didn't know who to appoint. And Nimnu Vagamru, they all decided that Abayu was going to become the Rosh Shiva. So he said, Yesh Loimer, that's what's going on over here. Abayu was an Arman. That's always what he was. Was Gavan Rosh Shiva. 
became Rosh Hashiva, he won the lottery. And because he now became the Rosh Hashiva, all of a sudden, there's an idea of you have to give him monois and ashiris, and all of a sudden, as Gavarna Agresiv Dvir, to the point that he has workers coming out of every Dauphin Shaskamat, and all of a sudden, as Agresiv Aisha. But it all came because of the fact that he became the Rosh Hashiva. Listen to a subtle diak. So, Taich Dvar, in the middle of the shtickle, he says that Yesh Loimar, everyone knows this Gemara. And come on, every Gemara we're mentioning is a classic. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Kuf Yudchesamidbeis on the bottom. Goes into Kufi Yotesam and Alf. I'm Rabbi Tesili. I'm going to get scared. The Kichazin at Subim Rabbanon, the Shalom Masechta. Because when I see at Subim Rabbanon that finishes a Masechta, a Vidna Yaimatav the Rabbanon. I make a big Suda, right? I make a big party. This is a Baya, this is the Makar to making a, a Siam. So, says Rashi. Abaya said that if I ever see a Tzum Rabbanon that Shalom Masechta, I make a Yaimatav the Rabbanon. Listen to Rashi's Lashin. A Vidna Yaimatav the Rabbanon, little Midim. He used to make the Yemetava to the Talmudim. So Rashi Rosh Hashiva Hoya. It was Rosh Hashiva. So Rashi said, why does Rashi have to say it was the Rosh Hashiva? Why is that necessary? Poshim Shah. Why do he have to say he was the Rosh Hashiva? So Al-Darach Abshat, you can say it. But he said, Yesh now that Rashi is telling us a little bit of a Talmudist. Rashi was bothered. Abaya is making a Yemetava the Rabbanon. He doesn't have the means to make a Yemetava the Rabbanon every time a young man finishes a Masechta. Zok, Rashi, Rosh Hashiva, Hoya. And when he became Rosh Hashiva, Zegavar, and Anoysheh, Kimavur, and Sait, the Daf Mem, and in Rashi, in the Sugi of Ilfa, Rabbi Yochanan. If he was a Rosh Hashiva, that's how he was able to make all this Nisiyubim. All of a sudden, he's an Anoysheh, and therefore it was already Shaykh. That's what Rashi means when he says Rosh Hashiva, Hoya. But the bottom line is, is that Abaya was a story of rags to riches. At one point, Abayah was Mamish and Araman. He suffered from Hadroikin. He was coughing Anya Vilayyad. He didn't realize how hungry he was. This is Abayah. But then at the same time, Abayah ends up becoming a Gvir. So Rabbi Akhafchayim Saifah said that maybe you can understand the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf Chafhem, Abay is a little bit better. The Gemara is talking about a certain Beged. And the question is this Beged has a Shir to be Makabotumah, doesn't have a Shir to be Makabotumah. Abayah Amar, Abayah said, If the beggar doesn't have Sholosh al Sholosh, He says, Abayah knew both. He knew it from the perspective of the Ani and from the perspective of the Usher. She said, It's But with this epic shtickle, he says that maybe, maybe. It's still schwer, but maybe we can make this Gemara a little bit better. Rava said, I know Abaya. Abaya never drank wine. Abaya never drank wine. He was an Armani. He couldn't afford wine. Wine is always a simon fashiris. That's why in Shulchan Aruch it's brought down when you make Kiddush and Avdala, you overflow the cup a little bit because it's a simon of Ashiris. He couldn't afford to drink wine and he taken never drank wine. But somewhere along the way, Abaya became an oisher. And when Abayah became an oisher, his minic changed. But Rava didn't know his minic changed. But Chaymed the Visa the Abayah did know his minic changed. The Elu the Elu in another machlokes here between uh, Rava, not Abayah, but Abayah's wife, Chaymed the Visa the